Welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast, where every conversation sparks a step towards mental wellness. I'm Kai Riskin Westcott, but you can call me Kai, your guide on this journey of laughter, learning, and life-changing insights. Each episode, we dive deep into the heart of mental health, bringing you stories, strategies, and straight talk to help you navigate life's ups and downs. Together with our guests, we're breaking stigmas, sharing struggles, and celebrating triumphs, all wrapped in humor and honesty. So whether you're looking for a dose of inspiration, practical tips, or just a moment of connection, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to empower, enlighten, and elevate your day right here on the Vibe with Kai podcast. Hello, Vibers. It's your boy, Kai. Welcome to another episode of the... (laughs) I'm going to do that one again. I I already messed up. I'm one (laughs) sentence in. One sentence in. Already messed it up. This is gonna be that's, that's always a great sign. A and you know what? I'm not even gonna edit this part out. This is staying in. I need people to see how 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 much of a hot mess I am from beginning to can end. Can this be the can this be the bonus for your No, this is this is the actual intro. This is it's it's gonna happen. People need to know. People need to know need to that know. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna try that one again. Here we go. <clears throat> um, all right, everybody, close your eyes, erase that from your memory. And let's try that again. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Vibers, it's your boy, Kai. Welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Kai podcast. Today, we're diving into a topic that hits very close to home for me. I know it hits close to home for a lot of you as well. Time management, especially as it relates to mental health. Joining us is the incredibly insightful returning guest, Angela Nas, my friend, Angela specializes in PTSD and runs a private practice in Colorado, which I'm representing today via HAT. Um, She brings a unique perspective, blending her knowledge in clinical psychology with real-world experience. Angela, it's a pleasure to have you back with me on this podcast, ready to share your wisdom with our community of introverts, ADHDers, and all those looking to make mental health conversations more accessible. Angela, welcome back. Hi. Did you see how I nailed that intro without having to go back and do it again? I did it right the first time, right? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to begin this podcast by uh, saying to all of the people of uh, Connecticut that this is a safe area. It was Connecticut, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's Connecticut. (laughs) This is is the safe zone. Uh, I know last time you might have had some thoughts. It's okay. Uh, This is a safe zone. Uh, we will not mention the town of Connecticut at all. I promise. The town, not even yes. the city. Couldn't even the town. Insult the it village. Like a city. It's a town. The village of Connecticut. We're not going to do that. Uh, Angela, welcome back. Hi, how are you? How you been? Oh man, I'm so excited to talk about time management. Me too. Me too. And we started this on time, so that means that I'm good at time management sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, I struggle, though, because because uh, uh, time blindness for me from an ADHD perspective is something that I uh, struggle with immensely. I've gotten better at it ever since I was diagnosed w- with ADHD and I was able to you know learn ways to manage it. But I mean, just in general, as a human being, that's an adult. Time management is not <laughs> it's not the, the easiest thing. So I, I kind of want to start there. So can you share some of the challenges that adults might experience sometimes when it comes to time management yes and i know i want to get your perspective on this too because i know you train people but one of the biggest things that i hear Mm -hmm. like in my work is people will be like i get so discouraged about Mm. my time management like i don't do my chores i can't meet deadlines and i'm late Mm -hmm. to things and so I'm just mean to myself about it. And it yes. becomes this like self-perpetuating cycle. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. I get down uh, so much because, so what? one of the tough parts, obviously, with ADHD is being able to push the start button sometimes, right? So like like getting that initial uh, uh, jolt of, of energy to get things going is really difficult for people with ADHD. So not only will I get down from a time management perspective, but I'll get down because I will have started later than I wanted to on whatever task it may be. And I am also uh, diagnosed with uh, anxiety and depression. So like all of that kind of just starts to blend in together. And I get so upset with myself 
at the end of the day because I'll sit there in bed and I'll be like, I was supposed to do this. I didn't do it because of this, this, and this. My time management sucks. I could have done it, but I didn't. So it, it it's definitely something that I have struggled with and I know other people struggle with too. That's probably my first tip for the day for mm -hmm. people. Uh, something I like to do in my clinical work is I usually start with just looking at some of the maladaptive thoughts people have. So mean things you think about yourself on a daily basis. So it might be like, man, I couldn't get started on that project. Mm -hmm. I hate myself. I'm a loser, something like that. Mm -hmm. And you have to really break it down into the advantages and disadvantages because no one would believe something that mean about themselves unless there was some kind of advantage to it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I find for a lot of people, it, it kind of falls into one or two categories. One of them is like, if I don't get my hopes up, I'll never get disappointed. So mm -hmm. like, if I just like dunk on myself constantly for being late, then when I am late, I, I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. And the other category is like, if I'm mean to myself, it will help me do better. So like, if I sit on my bed and I don't do the, the task and then I'm mean to myself about it, it will motivate me to do the task. Does that make yeah. sense how there are it advantages? Does. Like I it does. Yeah. And I, I think I actually started to realize that in college because I, I, I used to always turn in my papers later because I felt that if I had too much time to work on a paper or a project, I felt like my grade on that paper or project wasn't as good as if I, 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 I just justified it. And it was... Like, it's not, there's nothing scientifically that proves that. I don't think, I don't know. There might be, but like, I, I 100% sometimes would find ways to justify my, you know, my lack thereof uh, when it comes to, or lack of talents when it comes to time management, for sure. Well, I mean, and we could break that down. Like for you, mm -hmm. do you feel like you related to one of those advantages? I felt like I did, but like, I, it's, it's weird because I just found ways to justify it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was the right thing to do. I would like I justified it as a way to protect my brain because I I would be like, Kai, you were supposed to do this two weeks ago. You're doing it now. And like there's no reason why you couldn't have done it two weeks ago. But then when the time comes, I kind of try to protect my brain. And I'm like, well, you could have done it two weeks ago but you're doing it now and you're probably going to get a better grade now because of it. And like, that's, that's the way I would justify it. And that's not necessarily healthy because I would have this added stress that in the long run wasn't healthy for me. Right. And I think for the listeners at home, doing this advantages, disadvantages exercise, like do it after you watch this, like listen to this mm -hmm. podcast or watch it. And I want you to really list out how many disadvantages there are. Most mm -hmm. often when I do this exercise with people, there's like one advantage and like 499 disadvantages, you know, right. you feel yes. mad at yourself. You don't spend as much time on the paper as you want to, yeah. like you could have learned something, but you didn't give yourself the chance because there was no time, you know? And I think people continue to have these thoughts until either the advantages are no longer existent. Like there's no longer a reason to quote unquote, protect your brain. Or mm -hmm. until the disadvantages really outweigh the advantages. Thus, right, writing right. it down and looking at it that can help mm -hmm. you. Is that something that that you have or still do struggle with at times too, as an as an adult? Dude, constantly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, but it's funny. What if there's one thing I've learned since I started my mental health journey, since going to therapy and stuff. I used to think that like they're like kind of like when we were younger and we used to think like our parents and our teachers like had it all figured out and like oh they're God, all perfect yes. they have all the answers. I used to think that therapists and and counselors and coaches and all they have it all figured out. They have every answer. But one of the things that I really appreciate about, you know, the 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 therapists and counselors and coaches and and people such as yourself that I that I've spoken with the the human side of it that I I love that I'm able to be like, oh, she's human too. She struggles with this too. And this is how she handles it. This is how he handles it. This is how, you know, it, it's just, it's really validating. And it's very comforting to to know that. And which is why I always love asking like those type of questions to people like you, because it's like, yeah, I'm human too. <laughs> I struggle with this too. Oh yeah. And I think the more we talk about it, like the more okay it makes it seem for people like mm. no like I have nobody's like 100% on this 
us, you know? Right, right. What happens, what happens if it goes unmanaged, if it goes untreated? So like, let's just say, you know, people struggle with their time management, they're beating themselves up. What happens when that's not addressed in the long term? I mean, I think we've all had this happen to us in our lives where it's yeah. like, and then, and then everything becomes unmanageable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you which know, is, I, yeah. I, I tell people like I found that for especially for folks who are unemployed or like between mm -hmm. opportunities right now, like the mm -hmm. more time you have to manage the hardest, the harder it is to manage. Like mm -hmm. imagine you have one free hour a day. OK, it's only one hour to manage. Imagine you have 24, seven days a week, you know, mm -hmm. somebody right, says, right. do you want to hang out next Monday? It's like, man, there's like hundreds of hours I'm like yeah remember that yeah yeah absolutely do you do you feel as though um and I kind of I think I alluded to this before as well uh for those of uh, for those of us that struggle with ADHD anxiety depression the having difficulties managing our time our time how much does that affect those other diagnoses that we have um, I think probably hugely, right? We know mm -hmm. that like those kinds of difficult thoughts, like mm -hmm. I need to protect my brain or I can't do it or there's something wrong with me only make symptoms worse. Mm -hmm. They make you feel worse about yourself. And then, you know, cognitive triad kind of situation, those thoughts lead yeah. to emotions and you feel sad and that affects behaviors. You do less right. positive things in your life. And then next thing you know, the wheels are off the wagons. Yeah. Right. Oh boy, how right. did we get here? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I'm exaggerating. No, no, but but I but it's it's like that that feeling though. It's it's like it's like a snowball effect sometimes and it just kind of like seems to like take over. And so like and that's why I, I wanted to like before we started getting into like some of the like specific like tips and uh, advice and, and and stuff like that. I wanted to make sure that people understood, you, you know, why it's important to be able to to focus on this type of thing because in the long term, it it can affect other parts of of your life more so than than what you may realize. And um, it's it can be very overwhelming sometimes to you know, to manage time. Cause I, I think a lot of like parents that have to juggle a lot of things, you know, whether it be, you know, their marriage and a job and kids and, you know, trying to find their own joy and, and, and stuff like that, trying to balance all of these things, some of which they have no control over. And it can feel overwhelming to try to balance all of that. Do you hear a lot of that from, you know, you know, adults like us about the struggle of trying to balance all of that into something that's like not crazy and overwhelming. Oh my God. All the time. Yeah. I mean, and tell me if you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary, but it's also, it's, and the reason I asked that is because I think in times like that, it's easy for us to think like, you know, it's just me maybe I'm the hot mess, maybe I'm doing things wrong, you know, but like, this is something that's more common than what people may realize. And I, I want people to walk away from this understanding that like, if you're at home right now, and you're just feeling overwhelmed, or you're feeling like there's so much going on, you're like, there's no freaking way that I can juggle all of this and manage my time and manage my kids and my, my, my uh, love life, my whatever it may be. You're not alone. It, you're really not. Like this is a common struggle that 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 people deal with. So I guess my my question to you now, how do how do we how do we fix this? How do we how do we how do we go about approaching right. this? We we established why this is important and how it affects us. What are some things yes. that we can actually do about it? I know. And to your point, I think it's amazing that at least like in America, in the schools I went to, you don't get taught this. There's no mm. class in time management. They're yeah, like, you're going to grow up and like get a job and you're going to have to figure that out, how that mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. um, so I usually start with like extreme basics. Mm -hmm. So like we can talk about more complex, but I think the most yeah. basic one is like once a day, just make a list. Now I don't mm -hmm. like assuming people know 
what I mean by things when I just say make a list. So let me mm -hmm. tell you exactly what I mean. This list is going to be divided into three categories and it's going to be like extremely urgent things that happen have to happen today and then like medium and then like not priority. You can mm -hmm. call it small, medium, large if you want. You can mm -hmm. call it, you know, urgent, less urgent, just three categories. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And by prioritizing the things on this list, what you're really doing is you're planning out your day. So you know mm -hmm. the urgent things have to happen. Maybe the medium category does not need to happen today. And then mm -hmm. the not urgent category doesn't need to happen today at all. Because um, what I find for most people is that if they're given a list of like 10 chores that they have to do, for example, they'll do all of the easy ones first. Because if you have 10 things on a list and you can do five of them, then after you do half of it, you, you only have five left to do. It's like so much easier, like just right. get the numbers down, right? Um, mm -hmm. But what ends up happening is like, then you have no more time. It's like, man, right, I spent right. all day today doing the five easiest things on the list. <laughs> so don't do that. Make a priority yeah. list. Right, right. And it, it's it's seems easier said than done right but it's it's like but it's i don't think it is i feel like one of the things i i love to tell my team and i'm glad you said this because it's it's good to hear it from another person i spend the first 10 15 minutes of my day at work because i have a lot of tasks that i have to do at work and i have a lot of people to manage i spent i i invest the time to to do things like that to make that list to make a list yeah. like that because have having some sort of structure going into my day like whether it ends up like whether I end up checking all those boxes or not still having some sort of structure or idea of what I want to do really helps it really really helps a lot and with consistency and like in regards to like doing that every day it becomes a little bit easier I found it took time but it became easier I mean, it's like so underrated. Like, don't just mm -hmm. go into work and start checking emails. Like, stop. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, because that's the that's the easy thing to do, right? To just come in and just be like, all right, here we go. Let's see what my, okay, all right, let's just start working on things. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. like find, find a way to like, like, you don't have to let other things structure your day. You can decide what a successful day is for you. When I'm having my team meetings in the morning, I don't ask them, hey, what's on your what's on your docket today? I ask them, what would make your day be successful today? What would make you walk out of these doors saying, okay, yeah. this is a, this is like what's what's the bare minimum that you could do to be like this was a successful productive day today. And like we start there and then grow. You know, I kind of I kind of try to start there. Oh my God. And we're not talking about the elephant in the room, which like, I know you and I have discussed this before, but we uh -huh. should just like, let our listeners know this is where it's going. You have to do the hard thing first. Mm -hmm. Which is, <laughs> you know, whatever the hardest thing is on your list. Yeah. Like, eat the frog, baby. Down. Eat the frog, eat the frog, eat the frog, eat the frog, <laughs> eat the frog. Eat the frog. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> should I, we, I should we re explain eat the frog or should we just like let people think we're actually talking? I know they're the like, <laughs> but, uh, but like, but like legit, I mean, in a way it's, it's like, if you eat the frog, if you, even if you think of it, literally, if you eat the frog, everything you taste after that, it's going to taste a little bit better. <laughs> It's going to taste a little bit better, you know, so you can think of it literally because like that's and that's where the phrase comes from. Like you, as Angela is suggesting, you know, do that hard task first. The thing that you've been avoiding or putting off or something like, you know, what? Nah, I'll, I'll get to that later because that's going to take up a lot of my yeah. time and energy. No, get it out the way right now. Start it now because every task that you do after that, everything that you do after that. Oh, man, it's going to feel so much better. You're going to feel a lot more accomplished. You really are. We're on the same page. Literally. Mm -hmm. No, we're on the same page. Yeah. And, you know, you talk with people because I'm I'm super into like thoughts, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. tell me the actual thought that's stopping yeah. you from, you know, metaphorically eating the frog. Mm -hmm. And it's usually some kind of like really like deep seated cognitive mm -hmm. schema thing where they're like, I can't do it or I'm afraid of it or like it, yeah. it's going to make me feel stupid about myself. I'm like, right. yeah, say the quiet part out loud. Okay, hear how mm -hmm. ridiculous you sound. Like mm -hmm. you can do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do how do 
it's I guess it's easy to say I'm okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle that that hard thing first, but how do how do we go about doing is it a discipline thing? Is it just one of those things like you just gotta hunker down and just swallow your pride and just go for it like is it one of those things where you just got to be disciplined like self self-disciplined to kind of start tackling that task is that what it takes maybe i know for mm -hmm. like neurodivergent people there are some sneaky tricks you can do like one mm -hmm. sneaky trick is give yourself a prize so like if i do this i will get some kind of treat that i wouldn't mm -hmm. get otherwise mm-hmm or another sneaky trick for neurodivergent people is like do it in a place that's not your house like go to a coffee shop so you mm. have to work on your computer like you're forced yeah or like a library or something yeah um, yeah home to do it. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm lucky enough that like i work from home one day a week uh, and i'm in the office the the rest but uh i i actually enjoy working among my team because it does in a way it's kind of like a weird body doubling type of thing that I know that I like to do sometimes when it comes to just being productive like as a, as an introvert <laughs> sometimes it you know it's easy it's a little bit easy for us to uh I guess I don't want to say procrastinate but like it's easier for us to justify not doing things sometimes because we're like I'm just gonna take my solace and not that not that's a bad thing but like having somebody else there or being around people where it's like you oddly get this energy and this motivation to really knock your day out and, and hold yourself accountable there. Oh yeah. That's another trick too. You mm -hmm. could have an accountability buddy and tell mm -hmm. them you need to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although, is is that what I'm, you do? No, I'm actually less of a fan of that one because it tends yeah. to reinforce thoughts that you can't do it by yourself mm. or you're not good enough. True. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. So what do you do? Like when you when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to start my day and today is going to be a productive day. How do you structure your day? I'm definitely the kind of person that will just like, I have a lot of big feelings. So like when I eat the frog, I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. Angela, you're going to get a minute or two minutes to completely mm -hmm. complain about this. Like you're just going to be, <laughs> you know, I hate this. I don't want to do it. I don't yeah. want to do the chore. Oh my God. Like the other day, what was it? Oh, I had to clean the bathroom. I was like, I hate cleaning yeah. the bathroom. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and then, you know, I get it out and I'm like, all right, okay, I'll do it. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. How about you? What's your secret? I, when I wake up in the morning, I like, like you, I do allow myself because I, I feel like the, the are, those feelings are valid, right? I don't want people to th sit here and be like, yeah. I'm not allowed to think that my day is shitty today. Like, no, like it, those, your feelings are valid. It's okay to to feel that way. <laughs> but what I, like, it's fine. You're a human being. Like, you don't have to like force yourself, right? Like, it's okay. You're a human. It's a feeling that you can feel. Yeah. So, but yeah. my thing is like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel that way. But now what, what can I do about it? What can I do? to to mend that or to set myself up for success so i'll complain like i'll wake up in the morning i'll be like oh my god here we go blah, 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 right <laughs> um <laughs> but then i i'll i know because of, because i've been doing it for such a long time and it's just it becomes easier with time for me at least that like i know that i'll complain but the minute that i start actually working on whatever the task is or going to do whatever it is that i need to do like once I get going, I'm going like I'm good. Like I'll be fine. It's like going to the gym, right? The 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 tough part for a lot of people, it's not the actual gym part. It's the process of getting to the gym. It's the process of if you do it in the morning, it's the process of waking up early and getting yourself to the gym. Or if you're going after work, the process of like going after yeah. work and like you you like that part is what holds me back. But when I get to the gym, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I'm there. I'm like, okay, here we go. And so I try to view my projects that way too. Like I'm going to complain. I'm like, oh man, I have to do this big project. But then once I start, all right, let's do it. Let's go. That's, I find that some people can trick themselves with goal-directed mm -hmm. activity. So mm -hmm. like if you break a project up into small enough pieces, yes, you can do like the small little pieces. And then before mm -hmm. you know it, you've tricked yourself into like, you know, in my bathroom mm -hmm. cleaning experience, mm -hmm. 
you know, once you get all the cleaning supplies out, uh, now they're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it. but like that, but that's, like, I think that's important because I, I, I'm glad because that was going to be one of the things I asked you about too, because in, in regards to like breaking things up into small, yeah. into smaller tasks, if it's a bigger project. Cause like what, I, like for me, like even today, my goal today is, uh, well, one of my goals this week, I should say, is to clean my house, right? I just want to clean it from top to bottom. Now, initially, I'd have been like, I'm going to clean my house one day. I'm going to just knock it out. You know, everything's going to get done. But then I was like, no, wait, no, I don't need to do it all in one day. Today, I'm going to focus on the kitchen. Tomorrow, I'm going to focus on the bathrooms. The day after that, I'm going to focus on the living room. So by this time next week, I have invested, you know, just an hour of my time each day to just like one of the rooms in my house. And as time goes on, like as the week goes on, like I, I'm not investing like a full day into it. I can still do other things. I can manage other things and, and stuff like that. So I break it down into smaller tasks. Is that something that that you recommend that people do as well? Absolutely. And you're getting to the heart of like that perfectionist thing, which, mm. which is where it's like, it, if I can't clean the whole house in one day, I guess I might as well not clean my house mm-hmm. is the logic. Yeah. And yeah. the way you break that down is by, again, saying the quiet part out loud, be, being mm-hmm. like, how does this benefit me? And there mm-hmm. are benefits. And the most obvious one is if you think you're a failure, if you don't clean your house in a day and then you fail, you don't have to clean your house. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's, it's true. very sneaky. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, how do you how do you think people should deal with the failure side of it because I know that sometimes we will have these goals and maybe we will break things down let's just say today I want to get to clean up my kitchen first let's just say for whatever reason I don't get to that or I don't finish that 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 aspect of quote failure how do we manage that part of it I tell people it's important how you talk to yourself so you can't Mm -hmm. stop the thoughts but you can control how you respond to them. So the Mm. thought of like, oh, I can't clean my house in a day. You might say, and that's okay. Mm. I like and statements. That's where when you Mm. say something mean to yourself, you just say and, and then something Mm -hmm. nice about it. Like, and I'll do a little bit of cleaning tomorrow. Right, (laughs) right, right. Can you you talk about setting realistic goals? Because I know like a lot of us have like ambitious goals that we're trying to set, you know, when it comes to accomplishing tasks and managing our time and like that. How do we know that we're setting a realistic goal for managing time and energy? Oh my God. So I want your feedback on this as a manager. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you see the one where people are like, my realistic goal Mm -hmm. (laughs) is like to be the best like it's vague but <laughs> right. it's always like yeah. i'm just the best best yes. is goal yes you see mm-hmm. that one <laughs> I, yes uh-huh all the time all the time yeah it's it's tough yeah. because like like i'm i'm somebody that holds myself to a high standard right when in everything that i do so so i had to teach myself what exactly is something realistic for me to to do um and I, yeah i have my ways of going about it for sure you want me to share? Is that what you're, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, can, now, yeah, you, oh, now you have to share. Now it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah, now it's your turn. Yeah. So I break my tasks, kind of like what you were talking about before, about like the A, B, and C kind of kind of thing. I, I, I do something similar. So I have my A task, my B task, my C task. My A tasks are things that I like need to get done that day, like at work. Like it has to get done or something bad will happen, <laughs> right? My B tasks are things that I would really like to get done. But if I don't get it done, it's not the end of the world. Right. But like, it is what it is. It's fine. My C tasks are things that I would like to get done, but if if it doesn't, it's whatever. Like it it doesn't, I don't, if I have time, I'll get to it. It's not the end of the world. Now here's the, here's the key. My A tasks, I know personally, because I know my work ethic. I know how my day is normally set up. I know how many A tasks I can assign myself. So I don't make all of my tasks A tasks. I'll say, okay, I'm going to assign myself no more than three to four A tasks because I know the way that my day is structured. I know that I can at least get to three or four of those things and that's fine. I'm not going to load it up. So from there, I pick the, the three or four tasks that I are the most important to me. The rest go into either B or C. And so my my realistic is those A tasks. Like I know realistically I can and should get these things done. And then I go from there. 
I think to your point, realistic goals are things that you know you can accomplish. Mm -hmm. I feel like unrealistic goals usually require participation from someone else, if mm -hmm. not downright magic. Like mm -hmm. if your <laughs> task requires something that's out of your control, maybe right. it's not a super realistic goal. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, because the, there's there is a lot of stuff out of our control. Right. Um, but it, like even then, if it is something that is out of our control, that is something that we can factor into how we schedule our day or know how we approach that task, you know, and I, I think like if it just takes time, because I, I just I know me, I know my brain, I know my work ethic better than anybody else. So I know what realistic is to me. So like you and I, if we work together could be doing like a like doing similar work or working on similar tasks but the way that we go about setting realistic goals for ourselves might be different because we're two different people right and that's not oh, yeah. it's not that's not saying that my way is wrong and your way is, is better like or vice versa it's just it's just we're separate so i think people just have to know themselves and what like if you don't know yourself you have to just try just try different things and be willing to take that quote failure um which isn't necessarily a bad thing, like, like failing it has a bad connotation to it. But like, to me, I view it as a learning experience. And I'm like, okay, what can I do better tomorrow than I did today? And then just grow from there. Literally, and that needs to be the mindset, like growth mm -hmm. mindset, like big mm -hmm. time. Mm hmm. It's oh man. It's funny how much we like all like struggle with this though, because it it is it is hard. Can can you think of a time for, like for you where like you he like hella struggled with like managing your time and tasks? Oh my god, yes. In fact, mm -hmm. so I have a funny story about this. Yeah, so like yeah, one of my best girlfriends in Colorado. I met her because mm -hmm. she's another therapist, and yeah. I was going to refer a client to her, and. I always like screen other therapists. Mm -hmm. um, so I call, I set up a time to call her on the phone and I was going through like a lot in my life. It, mm -hmm. it was like, not even like something bad had happened. I just mm -hmm. was, I had a lot of things to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I forgot. I just straight up oh. forgot about this phone call with her. And she yeah. texts me back and she's like, hi, Angela. Like I gave you a call, but you didn't pick up. And I'm oh. like, yes, I didn't pick up because... I was doing something else. Um, uh -huh. And like, it was kind of devastating. But mm -hmm. the way I handled it was I straight up, I like told her the truth. I emailed her and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was going through a lot. I lost track right. of time. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. Will you please yeah. still talk with me? You don't have to. And she was mm -hmm. totally cool with it. But I mm -hmm. think because I was like upfront about it. She she agreed to still talk with me and like right. we the rest is history. We hit it right. off. We're like the same yeah. person. Like oh, she's perfect. like my bestie now. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that I, that definitely happens to me. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Can can you talk? What's the difference between being busy and being productive? Oh my god! Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the? How can people differentiate the two? Between being busy and being uh -huh. productive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we could quantify this with like how many of the tasks on your list did you get done? So like mm -hmm. if it was a task that wasn't on your list and you just invented it, like <laughs> does that count? And right, right, right. To -do list? Yeah. I don't know. What's your metric for this? I, I feel like being productive, like not that any, not that one is like, bad or anything like that but i feel like being productive is when when that task is finished you feel as though you've moved either yourself or a project or something forward like yeah. like there's a improvement or there is a growth that happens be because of it um i think that you can be busy being productive right um but i feel like if just to say you're busy I feel like that can be misconstrued sometimes because you can be busy, but what 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 you're busy with, are you being productive? Because I can I can be busy with something, right? But am oh, I yeah. is my am I being productive with that busy? Am I working on something that I that that is productive? You know, like I can I can 
you know, be busy rearranging my comic books that's that's sitting on my on my bookshelf over there, right? But like, do I need to do that? No, I just do it just because, right? So is that me being productive or me being busy? <laughs> right? It's just me being maybe that's busy. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's a better way to measure it is the difference yeah. between like, is there a larger strategic objective right. that this task mm -hmm. is connected to? Like, because mm -hmm. you can have long-term projects and that mm -hmm. could be like a task you do for that as opposed to mm -hmm. just doing something with no strategic objective. Like, mm -hmm. how will this comic book thing benefit mm -hmm. me at all? Probably right. not. It, it wouldn't. Like, it really wouldn't. It would just be because like, I just like, oh, you know what? Uh, these And this is also where my ADHD comes into play because I'll be hyper-focused on it. I'll be like, you know what? They're in alphabetical order. I think I'm going to put them in numerical order now. <laughs> like, yes. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, why? Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> I was talking, like, I talk with a lot of early career people, as, as do you, and mm -hmm. they'll be like, I want to start an Instagram. And I'll be like, what is the strategic objective of this yes. Instagram? Is it increase, you know, leads to your website? Is it to convert mm -hmm. people to customers? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And like, if you can't tell me, then it's not helpful. Exactly. One of, I, I have that conversation, that very similar conversations with my clients, because uh, like for those of you that don't know, I'm the executive director of paid media at a marketing firm. So like uh, we uh, had we have like social media services and and that we do for our clients. And like a lot of times our clients will come in guns a blazing being like, I want, you know, to do this on Instagram and TikTok and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. I'm like, OK, hold on. Pause. <laughs> let's let's yeah. focus on one thing at a time. Right. And then and then grow and let that one thing that's growing lead to the success of of another you know, and like, it, I find, I'm like, you'll find it'll be easier to manage both energy and time until it'll be easier to manage one and then grow into the other than trying to juggle all of them at the same time, especially if you're unfamiliar with it. So like, that's, yeah, I run into that a lot, a lot, oh, but God. we have to yeah. have that conversation. No, it's, it's tough. And like, mm -hmm. I'll definitely have people who will be like, my goal for this is it's a cool, fun activity for mm -hmm. me to do. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, but if there's no strategy, then <laughs> right. I'm just wasting your time. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. It, it is possible for like cool, fun hobbies to turn into yeah. stress hobbies. Yeah. So, so what, what other tips and tricks and advice do you have for people that are listening right now that are like, okay, I hear you, Angela. I hear you, Kai what can I do right now to improve my time management skills? Okay. Here's another one. I'm a, mm -hmm. This one's going to trigger some people. You have to say no sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Saying no is you, you can control that. You can 100%. And cause I'm a people pleaser. So I struggled with that sometimes cause I want to make sure everybody's happy, but I, I, rem I reminded myself that means I have to be happy too. My happiness is and and comfortability and joy is just as important as everybody else's and that's not a selfish thing you know like i you can prioritize time for yourself and you can start that by saying no yeah that's tough it is tough really to hard i mm -hmm. mean boundary setting sucks like the best mm -hmm. thing i can say is if you're not if you you're unable to say no just say i'll think about it so that mm. you don't commit to something right off the cuff like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's totally okay to to say that or i'll get back to you or hey let me let me look at what other you know things i have on my docket or let me see what else i have going on uh i'll get i'll get back to you like saying that is okay it's really really okay you don't you don't have to be afraid Bro, of it that was like five really good ones in a row <laughs> oh my god did you just have those ready <laughs> <laughs> well I try to practice that every day and I try to I tell I tell my team because like sometimes they'll be like you know oh people are coming up to me asking for stuff all the time and I say do you say yes I'll be like oh yeah I want to help them so you say no and or say hey <laughs> uh, like you can yeah. say no and or say something like hey I can't get to this today I can get to this by Thursday though or shoot me an email and then I will get to this at a later time when I can work it into my schedule or work it into my tasks. You know, like I can, like if you want the thing to get, unless it's an emergency, you know, I tell my team all the time, if it's an emergency, then like we'll go from there. Like if it doesn't get done right now, then like somebody's either gonna get hurt or, you know, 
client's going to lose like a ton of money right here, right now, whatever it may be. Like that's an emergency. But if it's something like that's urgent, but like not an emergency, you can, you know, it can wait. It could be important, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to get done right here, right now. You know, you no, can say no. And I feel like we're so, I don't know if other countries are like this, but Americans mm -hmm. are just like programmed mm -hmm. to yes. be like, can I help people? Oh, I mm -hmm. should be doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we feel bad when we, when we say no, or when we can't help somebody, like, it's just like, we, we beat ourselves up over that too. It's like, I, oh man, I, this person, you feel like responsible for their success or their happiness. You feel like you're supposed to, you know, play the most important role in that. And it's like, no, they, they have to, they're, especially as adults, like we have to like take responsibility and take accountability and, and go from there. And like, they'll be okay. They'll, they'll set the, set the expectation. I'm going to go from there. People should respect whatever, whatever boundary that you set with them. That's not a bad thing. I know. And like the power of just saying like, I need to think about this or I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause then you go, mm -hmm. go home and you do think about it and you're like, man, there's no way, there's mm -hmm. no way. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what other, what other tips? How, how, how else can you fix me? And my time management <laughs> skills. <laughs> oh my God, guys. <laughs> um, delegating. Yes, yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Especially if you have the ability to, to do so. Delegating is where, when you do that little breakdown of like what's most important, you know, mm -hmm. the small, medium and large tasks, you find things that you personally don't need to do. So if you have mm -hmm. like, in terms of housework, like there are chores my husband mm -hmm. can be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Some of those chores, I don't want to relinquish. I think I do them better than he does. <laughs> sure. <I'm> probably, <laughs> I'm probably right about that. That <laughs> doesn't matter. It's like, it's like you were pointing out, it's so important to delegate because yes. like you may not physically have enough time in your day to do mm -hmm. all the tasks. Absolutely. And, and I think what's important is when we say delegate, that doesn't necessarily just mean to a person. That can also mean delegate to another day or another time as well. You know, like to when you might have a little bit more time or freedom or energy to, to work on that. You can delegate it. You can you can give it to something else. And that something else can be a person. It could be another day. It could be another time slot, whatever it may be. Like you can divvy that out for sure. Oh my God. I run into that. So again, like the early career people, they'll be like, I want to spend a really long time on creative. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't have a really long, you have like mm -hmm. a, an eight hour workday. How are you going to fit all these tasks? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. You're only one person, you know, and, yeah. and like, you, you can only do so much. And like that, like it's, it's delicate. You can delegate, you can ask for help. You know, you can, you can, you know, like people sometimes, like sometimes you do need help and you can ask people for help and see what they can do you know like that that's okay it's totally okay to do that you don't have to accomplish know, it all by like, yourself that's the american paradox is like, mm. like we love helping people and helping mm -hmm. people makes us feel so good like when i help mm -hmm. someone oh my god i feel like such a good person but i imagine <laughs> yeah. asking one of my friends for help and i'm like god i would never <laughs> yeah oh yeah i have a hard time i have a hard time asking like for help sometimes because like i i again i sometimes i let my pride get the best of me i'll be like no i gotta figure this out i gotta do it you know i you know i you know i can't let somebody see that i'm struggling <laughs> you know um like that's a that's definitely as you mentioned i think that's a western society mindset sometimes um kind of like that no i need to figure this out on my own because I, it's, sometimes i'll think of uh, some of the communities in in Africa that are that you know do so much together that that uh, will just work like these towns and communities that just they all have the ability to just I don't know just work together on every single task and every and like I don't know like that kind of it just it's astounding to see how different it is than it is over here. Is that like a thing? Yeah. I want to hear so, more about this. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, cause like my mom spent time in, in South Africa and, and she came back with stories and, and 
even some of my friends you know, that that it, it's crazy so like my biggest audience obviously is here in the united states my second biggest is in the uk my third biggest is in australia my fourth biggest is africa right and like the continent of africa and like it's just it's so interesting that uh there's so many people that reach out to me from all, all the various different countries in africa and i get i get the opportunity to learn so much from them uh as they learn about my culture and i learn about theirs and uh, there's just this idea of community building and community assistance that it's not a burden. It's just like, no, we're in this together kind of thing. Like we're we're going to do this together. Um, and not saying that there isn't community in the United States, but it's just like a it's a different type of vibe, you know, oh, that I that I found. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like when you really dig into that and you're like, you know. If you had a friend who was going something through something, wouldn't you want mm -hmm. them to tell you? Mm -hmm. and it's like, absolutely. I'd mm -hmm. want them to share that with me because I wouldn't think they're a burden or annoying. Mm -hmm. I'd want to help them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and because and we tell our friends, I know you're the same way. Like we'll we'll often say to our friends, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. You know, like we'll yeah. we'll we'll do that. And and I, I know friends say that to us too. And like sometimes we're just reluctant. Um to to do that because we feel like we're a burden. Like I, it's like I don't want to go, you know, talk to my friend about my problems because I don't want them to feel as though my problems are suddenly going to be theirs now. So no, I'll just deal with it on my own. And I think we just need to get out of that. I think like, and that's why I, I love talking about this stuff because I I think it's important for people to feel comfortable with the people that they feel safe with and just talking, letting it out, not letting it harbor uh harbor inside of themselves and finding a way to just let it let it out you know i feel comfortable doing that and safe yeah and it, it makes you have like closer connections with people mm -hmm. too like if mm -hmm. they actually know what you're going through mm -hmm. they like feel like they know you better it's mm -hmm. incredible how that works yes absolutely i this is the i I very much enjoy talking with you because you you're always just so enlightening and you bring it you always bring a smile to my face and not like Stop legit it. and you're 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 full you 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 bring joy and knowledge and and uh I don't know like I, I I enjoy I enjoy my time with you it was fun it it is fun uh talking time management as I'm managing my time to make sure that I have time to speak with my time management buddy. <laughs> how are we doing <laughs> rolls rolls off the tongue <laughs> what 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 would you if, if there's anybody listening right now that is struggling with all of this if you can give them some like final bits and pieces of advice um about managing their time and their energy what would you say to them right now i would the say floor, the, the floor is yours oh god so much pressure <laughs> so much pressure like literally the biggest tip isn't even like all of the little tricks we gave you. It's the don't be mean to yourself. Mm. Like, be nice. Mm -hmm. Because negative motivation is extremely short term. It'll last for like a week. But as soon as you figure out that it makes you sad, you'll just stop doing it. So mm. much better to just be nice to yourself. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. I, I'm so thankful <laughs> that you're that you're in my life, Angela. I can't wait. How did we, how did we connect again? Was it, did you reach out to me or did I reach out to you? I don't remember. Yeah. I listened to your podcast and I was like, oh my God, he's like so nice. Oh. <laughs> and then you quickly learned that I'm not, I'm a horrible person. I was like, oh my God, so wholesome. <laughs> no, I'm so, I'm I so happy. I think I found out your cast are name. They're Hamilton and Burr, right? They are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, that's it. We're friends now. <laughs> yes. Like we're official, we're official friends. And and so so much so that you sent me pictures of your cat's birthday party. I did. I did. That's friendship. I I don't know. I don't if if that's not friendship, I don't know what is. Cause that's when fascinating. are you gonna have when are you gonna have your cat's birthday party? I don't know. I don't I don't know how to throw a cat birthday party. I have to, I'm gonna have to hit you up and be like, okay, what can I do? Their their birthday is in November. They'll be three, four. 
will be either three. I can't remember three or four this upcoming November. Okay, I, got them, I, I got see them it's in. February. So we have like we have time to figure this out. I mean, it's tight. We only have eight months, but yeah, I know it. we're we're pushing it. But if we manage our time, you see what I did there. Bring you see back. what I did there? Yeah, love it. I'm gonna put that in it. my. I'm gonna put it in my B task because it doesn't need to get done today. But like, oh. eventually it's gonna work its way off to that those A tasks. You know, you see, I did learn something today. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> I love it, uh, Angela. You're you're amazing. I like. Uh, I will you come back in the future and then talk with me again? Always. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today with your uh, invaluable insight. Um, honestly, it, it in, it's enlightening and, and validating uh, to myself and everybody that's listening and, and watching right now. Uh, to everybody that is listening and watching right now, uh, managing your time effectively, it's a journey. It's a process. Uh, it's not a destination and there's no like final destination part of it. It's just like a continued journey that you're on. It's all about finding what works for you and then adapting as you go along because things change, you change, life changes, the things around you change. So um, as, as Angela mentioned, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. Uh, remember, you're not alone on this journey. Ask for help, say no if you need to. Um, and if you're interested in learning more uh, about Angela and everything that she brings to the table, I'm going to include uh, all of her information in the uh, description of this podcast. So reach out, reach out and say hi, be like, hey, I listened to the podcast. And uh, I really like what you had to say, or I want I want to learn more about Kathy cat birthday parties tell me more oh, <laughs> whatever you that. want yes so sweet yes um so yeah uh reach out and all of that angela thank you again for hanging out with me uh thank you everybody for watching for listening as always much love good vibes and i will talk to you later bye And that's a wrap on today's journey with the Vibe of Kai podcast. I'm Kai, your host, hoping this episode left you with a little more light and a lot more insight. Remember, you're not alone on this path of mental wellness. Keep connecting, keep growing, and keep tuning in for more conversations on that matter. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at The Vibe with Kai for daily vibes. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. Together, let's continue to break barriers and build bridges in mental health. Until next time, keep thriving, keep laughing, and keep vibing. This is Kai, signing off from the Vibe with Kai podcast. Much love and good vibes.